Alright, hello, welcome to podcast number 34 of the Who's That Follow-Up Podcast. This podcast is about anything and everything supporting creators like you and myself. Most topics on this podcast will mostly talk about games and their development. We'll also talk about media, movies, and TV shows. Your support on Patreon is what keeps this podcast alive. If you're interested in supporting me and my podcast, you can go ahead and look on patreon.com slash who's that fella. You can also as well support me on Twitter, YouTube, SoundCloud, uh, Apple Podcasts, and Twitch. And thank you guys so much for joining me for podcast number 34. And I will see you in just a bit. Alright, welcome back to podcast number 34. So, every week I update you guys on the current titles I am playing during my limited playtime. So, this week, um, I played a little bit of Black Ops 3, um, but they also had a free multiplayer weekend for uh, Rainbow Six Siege. So, I got to go back and play that again. Um, I actually did order the game, but it is taking some time to get here unfortunately so it looks like he'll be here the 30th or something by the end of this month whenever that happens or whatever um all right upcoming games and movies all right so every episode i provide a list in game of games and movies that are coming out within the next week this is through May 21st through May 27th. Alright, there's Scroll Online Somerset. That will be available May 21st for PC and Mac. Mega Man Legacy Collection 1 and 2. You can find both of those games available on May 22nd on Switch. NBA Playgrounds 2, available May 22nd. On PC, Switch, PS4, and Xbox One. Runner 3. That will be available May 22nd on PC and Switch. Uh, State of Decay 2. Available May 22nd on PC, Xbox One. Tennis World Tour. Available May 22nd. PC, Switch, PS4, and Xbox One. Bloodstained, Curse of the Moon. If I'm right, I think this is a prequel to Blood to the Bloodstained game that's coming out soon-ish or something like that. Um, that is available May 24th on PC, Switch, PS4, Xbox One, and PlayStation Vita. Dylan's Dead Heat Breakers is available. May 24th on 3DS. Persona 3 Dancing Moon Knight. May 24th on PS4, 
PlayStation Vita, Persona 4, Dancing All Night, May 24th, PlayStation 4, Persona 5, Dancing Star Night, uh, May 24th, PlayStation 4, PlayStation Vita. So, the Persona, Dancing Moon Night, Dancing All Night, and Dancing Star Night are all dancing games of, as far as I'm aware that are set in the personal world. Uh, Seven Scarlet fell May 25th on PlayStation Vita. Dark Souls Remastered. Alright, that's been a long time coming. That is available May 25th on PC, PS4, and Xbox One. And I think... I think the Switch version is... I don't know if there's an exact date. I think it's somewhere in August, but I don't remember if that's right. Uh, but that is also releasing alongside the Solaire Amiibo. So that's cool. Uh, Detroit Become Human. Man, uh, that's a... It's been a while, too. Quantum Dreams next game since between... Or... I don't remember. Two Souls or something. I don't remember what the name it is. It had Ellen Page in it. But that was pretty good. Uh, some of these games are kind of janky. But you can play the demo on PlayStation 4. If you do not have have it or do not know about it. Or um, if you're interested in trying it. I would suggest at least trying the demo out. Um, Sunstrike 4 European Battlefields Edition. On Xbox One, May 25th. Alright. So, for movies, there is not very many movies releasing on May 25th. That is a Friday, like usual. Um, May 25th, the only wide release is Solo, A Star Wars Story. So, that is the... This is a Star Wars movie centered around... um, Hansel and basically how he I think it's basically about him doing the run or something and how he got the Millennium Falcon um alright movies limited releases please check your local theaters if they are available um In Darkness Mary Shelley I think that's how you say it S-H-E-L-L-E-Y and Summer 1993 um, don't know much about those three limited release movies um, alright now for the news alright so alright Friday the first trailer for the 2018 Predator movie is now out Iron Man 3, the Nice Guys director Shane Black is directing the movie with an official release in theaters on September 14th. Um, I'd seriously, um, well some people think that the trailer is kind of bad and um, I guess I didn't particularly think it was that good either but um, I hope that they have a different trailer that better sets the tone of the movie. Um, but Shane Black is a pretty good director. 
Um, if you haven't seen The Nice Guys, um, I would definitely recommend seeing it. It is a really good game. It's a really good movie. Um, the director has a habit of um, subverting expectations. Um, so if you want to watch or get a feel what his uh, directing style is like, Check out the nice guys or check out any of his other movies. Um, I'm sure you can look that up on the internet. Uh, Monday. Rage 2 official announcement trailer dropped. The sequel to the 2010 original game is being developed by Avalanche Studios. In collaboration with id Studios and being published by Bethesda. Uh, so this was... Uh, I'm actually going to talk more about this actually, so um, we'll hold off on that. Um, but we also have some sad news here. Um, Radical Heights and Lawbreakers dev developer uh, Bosky is shutting down, says founder Cliff Bozinski. Um Cliff, the creators of God of War series, says he is taking some time to figure things out as well as spend some time with his family. Uh, this is especially very heartbreaking after, um, since he's such a very talented director, um, and game maker, um, who has some great ideas that just didn't pan out well for him, um, because Lawbreakers was a great game, it just didn't attract as much attention as it, as it could have, and, uh, Radical Heights was a last-ditch effort to, uh, to hopefully get gets foot out the door and try and make it through. Uh, oh, Nintendo announced that the NES Classic for $60 and the SNES Classic $80 will return to stores June 29th and expected to be available through the end of the year. So this is good news um, you, as if you are wanting to get your hands on these miniaturized systems. Um, a great opportunity to get those games. It is much cheaper to buy those systems than it is to buy a new system and those games individually. And it's probably even harder to find them too as well. Uh, but there are rumors that there may be a miniaturized version of the Nintendo 64 coming out sometime this year or next year. We'll have to wait to E3 to hear about that. Um, Tuesday. There is a new backwards compatible game available on Xbox One. Fight Night Champion, a 360 game released in 2011, is now available on Xbox One. Oh, and there was a new gameplay trailer for Ridge 2 that dropped. Um, I will actually talk about that again later. I'll talk about that later. Um, but more details. We'll definitely be showing about that game at E3 if you um, were wondering about that. PlayStation announced that the production of PlayStation Vita physical cartridges will be discontinued by the close of the fiscal year of 2018. Um, this is definitely kind of an expected move from PlayStation considering that there has been a signal for a while that PlayStation is pretty much done with Vita because they've stopped saying 
anything about the Vita for the past couple of V3s, and it just shows that it's they're just trying to put the final nail in the coffin. Well, almost. Um, my guessing if that they're slowly rolling this out, and this means that probably next year they might even stop making uh the system in general. We'll see. Um, but this is the first step towards um closing down PlayStation Vitas. So if you are interested in getting one, trying the system out, maybe you should try and get it while you can, or um, maybe it'll get cheaper when you uh, when they whenever they shut them down, whenever that happens. Uh, Stalker Two announced by the series creators, GSC Game World, and is expected to not release until twenty. 21. Last entry in the series subtitles Call of Pripyat released back in 2010. Uh, this series is loosely based on a Russian novel uh, called Broadside Picnic and the movie Stalker in which it is set and where a second nuclear disaster took place in Chernobyl. So this is a very um interesting game because it is uh it has strong um metro vibes it's because i would say it's it's probably an older it's not as old as fallout um but it is kind of like a precursor to metro i would say um but the stalker series is has very similar ideas or similar themes as uh, fallout does but it's I think Stalker's more survival based than anything. I don't think there's a lot of large narrative choices like there is in Fallout. Oh, speaking of Metro, 4A Games announced that the game Metro Exodus will be delayed to the first quarter of 2019. So expect this basically probably from, well, I would say. January to uh, March. March, I would say. Yeah, January to March. So, I mean, that was kind of expected. But it would have been cool to see that game come out late this year. But it's alright. Give them all the time they need. Uh, Wednesday, Microsoft announced that a new Xbox controller specifically being designed for those who have limited mobility. Xbox Adaptive Controller, uh, the official name of the controller, will launch later this year, priced at $100. Um, the controller has two big buttons built in that can be reprogrammed to work with any of the inputs thanks to uh, the Xbox Accessories app. Uh, the controller itself supports 19 external inputs from a range of third-party manufacturers such as PDP, Logitech and Quadstick. Um, the controller also supports co-pilot mode, which allows to share the same controls between two controllers as well as being mounted. Now, if you do want to find some more information about this, you can definitely go to uh, Xbox's site and um, you know, and uh, find out what accessories will be made for it and a lot more information on the accessory. Thursday. 
an official reveal event, Turk officially revealed details about this year's Call of Duty, Black Ops 4. This game has multiplayer, zombies, and a battle royale mode, but there is no campaign mode. Sorry about that. So, the multiplayer, here's some details that you may want to know about all of these things, starting with the multiplayer, actually. Specialists make a return for Black Ops 3. Each specialist has a specialist weapon or ability to help them throughout the game, and they also have these um, special um, specialist-issued um, throwables or something, or consumables, whatever you want to say. It's something that you press on your... Uh, I think it's the right bumper. The left bumper is actually a healing ability. Um, so that's a new thing. Because you can no longer auto-heal. That's the thing. So when you take damage, you have to choose on when you want to heal. And so this adds a little bit more of a strategic layer is what they say. Um, but in the specialist... Ruin, Seraph, and Battery are amongst some of the returning specials from Black Ops 3. Um, but the whole theme behind multiplayer in Black Ops 4 is that they want it to be more tactical. So there is no wall running, no thruster packs, but Pig 10 does make a return. So this is the system that they've been pushing all the way since Black Ops 2 in 2012, I believe. So that's quite a bit different, but um, yeah, let's see here. Do do. Um, so the um another thing is specialist missions. So each specialist will have their own missions that you can play to learn more about both the abilities of the specialist and the specialist themselves. Okay, now to the zombies. So there is a new storyline that they're not going off the old stuff that was going on for a little while, but they do have, um, they're bringing inspired maps from, um, previous games or something like that. Um, there's a third map. I don't remember what it was called, but it's, uh, supposed to be a Black Ops inspired map. Uh, I think it was like, um, I think it was Alcatraz or something like that. I don't remember what it was called. Um, but there are three new maps for this game. I don't know if that's all of them. I think so, but there might be more. So, um, but they said there is an in-depth custom games mode. And these, uh, custom games can be shared with the public and customized very in-depth. And there's different, um, uh, difficulties for these game modes. I think this is a returning feature from Black Ops two I think it might be another's I don't remember um okay so finally battle royale so we still don't know much about it um but there are some things that we can note um there is a giant map that is 1500 times the size of black ops uh is a nuketown map and um this map consists of every Consisting of very similar from every COD game using characters, weapons, and land, air, and sea vehicles. Uh, we don't see much of this and we don't see much of these vehicles take place with uh, battle royale type games. But this was, was 
it was an expected move to see uh, Activision attach onto the Battle Royale genre as it was beginning to blow up. Um, Alright guys, that is the end of the news. And we're going to move on to um, our topic, which is we are continuing to talk about E3 2018. We are going to continue to do so until the final episode the week before E3 2018. So, see you in just a bit, and we'll continue your topic after a short break. E3 2018 Part 3. So, uh, we're talking about Bethesda and Xbox. So, starting with Bethesda. Uh, Bethesda always seems to do a great job with press conferences. It'll be interesting to see uh, if the company continues last year's uh, Bethesda's Bethesda Land theme, where it was a giant theme park where they had different kinds of rides and different kinds of stuff uh, surrounding those. Uh, intellectual properties of the game of the business um also all of Bethesda's games have released before the subsequent conference so within a year or so um last year Bethesda released a variety of games including Prey, Wolfenstein 2 The New Colossus The Wolfenstein 2 Dishonored 2 Death of the Outsider and they also continued to release some other games for virtual reality such as Fallout 4, VR, Doom 2016, VFR, The Elder Scrolls 5, Skyrim VR, and a whole host of expansions for The Elder Scrolls Online. However, this year could be different for Bethesda, as we haven't heard much else for the publisher in terms of leaks besides Rage 2. But besides that, most of the most of my other guesses are purely based off intuition and just pure guessing, really. With the last, with the last game Bethesda Studio releasing in 2015 was being 2015's uh, Fallout 4, we may start to see a new game from the Todd Howard Head Studio. There are many guesses as to what the game could be, but the studio has had the habit for the past 10 years to bounce between new Fallout game and a new Elder Scrolls game. Rumors though that it could be a new IP for the studio. Rumors of a space-like, space Fallout-like game, Fallout-like game. Some people even suggest that it could be a direct sequel to 2011's uh, Elder Scrolls V Skyrim, as in taking place in the same location. Um, there is not 100% certainty on any of this happening. However, another studio, Bethesda Game Studio Awesome, originally founded to create Battlecry, a game that was put on hold and moved on to help the 2016 game for Doom. Uh, chances are we could see a resurface of the multiplayer game Battlecry. Um, however, um, it may have already been work, may might actually already be working on a 
sequel to the 2016 Doom game. With the critical and commercial success of the reboot slash sequel, it may very well be on the way, hopefully with a better multiplayer experience. Um, but we may see a new IP from Bethesda Studio. But the, th the thing is, Bethesda has only had a few s has only a select few number of studios. With only knowing for sure about one new game, the chances of a new IP are very high unless for some reason it may be a, a long dead or dormant Bethesda franchise that I am not aware of. However, Rage 2 was announced uh, just earlier this week, well, last week I guess, and the surprise announcement to a game no one thought was coming, a game that is being developed in a collaboration between Avalanche Studios, Just Cause Series and Mad Max, and id, Quick Series, Doom Series, and the Wolfenstein series. This game seems to have, looks like it has gunplay that is very similar to Doom and Bulletstorm, but with aesthetics and vehicle-based combat based off of Mad Max. Um, I'm very curious about this game and hopefully that hope to see more about this game and hope to learn more about it. Um, just from the little bit I've seen about it though, I am very excited for it and I think it will be a great game as I am a fan of both of the studios and I enjoy what they make. Um, Xbox. So on Xbox's press conference, uh, Xbox is seemingly just always working on housekeeping for the system. And, you know, that's a great policy to have. Um, and it has done wonders for the community surrounding the system. However, Xbox is running through a bit of an exclusive drought. Uh, with Halo 5 being released in 2015, the usual Halo cycle could could be coming up. Or at least it should be. However, uh, there are rumors that the game might be delayed due to several reasons. Some of it thinks that script rewriting it could be something else. Um, but if that is the case, we may see, at the very least, a teaser for the supposed final leg of the second Halo trilogy. However, we may see a remastered version of the Halo Reach game. Um, this game released back in 2010, so there may be no guarantees. Um, but we, if we would see it, there's more of a chance of saying that is a good Halo replacement, or maybe just releasing it in uh, two years later when it does a 10 year uh, anniversary. However, this year we may get another year, uh, another entry in the Forza series. This time in the form of Forza Horizon. But some may suggest that a new game from the developer Playground Great Games, either a new franchise or even a new Fable game. But the last game in the series for Fable was Fable Fortune, and it, it was a card game. However, with the closure of Lionhead Studios in 2016, and the end of development for Fable Legends 2013, this may be more than likely that this could happen. Um, but, um, there's another thing here. Crackdown 3. Crackdown 3 was announced back in 2015, but with a number of delay releases. We may finally see this game released this year, 
hopefully with the same cloud-based destruction we saw demonstrated just a few years ago. Um, but thanks to a Walmart lead and the confirmation of Rage 2, and Gears 5 may, s may seem even more likely than ever, especially if it means that a Halo 6 or whatever the next Halo game is going to be called may not even be here this year. However, with Gears of War 4 only being released in 2016, uh, it may not happen because it seems a little too soon for the Gears series. Um, but if anything, Xbox needs a new or just a revived IP. As roster of exclusives for the system seemingly sparse this generation, hopefully we will see something new this year. Rumors um, coming from even the top executives saying that there may be even more JRPGs this year than others, and I hope that's I hope that happens because I would love a lot more variety, and I have been particularly enjoying the the JRPGs that have been releasing in the past year. Um, another thing I do expect, and this is the last thing on here, is that each year Xbox shows the the next major update to look forward to. And I'd like to finally get my eyes on these uh, revamped avatars that they've been talking about for the past year. Um, it's supposed to be more inclusive and without gender or sex restricting clothing slash outfits. So this means you can be able to wear anything, any hats, shirts, hair, whatever, and it doesn't matter if you're a male or a female. And this also means... Um, being more inclusive, so this means I've heard that there's prosthetics, uh, walking sticks or something maybe, uh, but there's also wheelchairs, um, all sorts of stuff. Um, so this is great to see. Uh, Microsoft is taking a more wider approach to showing a wide array of different things. Um, thank you guys so much for listening to topic number or episode number thirty-four. And in just a bit, we will close the show, and I'll thank you guys so much for listening. Alright, so now we're going to go into the closing of the show. Alright, so first up, art books. So you can check out the art of Gears of War 4. This is available on Amazon for $33.99 without Prime. Or with Prime, sorry, on hardcover. Or $49.99 without Prime. Now as a reminder, if you do get Prime, this is a tremendous saver in both games and various other products as well, including art books or just books in general. Um, especially if you have some kind of student pass or something like that. Um, Kindle, you can get this if you want to save some paper and some money. And you can get this for $33.99. Um, so this month's uh, Creator Spotlight for the month of May 2018 is Game Maker's Toolkit. Game Maker's Toolkit is a video series that examines games the aspects slash creative processes that go into creating them. 
This series was made to help developers to make better choices and gain knowledge shared and learn from games prior. Uh, the game maker of the series has lent his hand to various gaming sites such as Hero Gamer and Wired. The series examines either a game mechanic slash, slash idea or goes in depth on a game slash series that helps figure out both the pitfalls and successes of those games. They also have a series called Blaskies, which examines the design of the Legend of Series. You can support Game Makers Toolkit at patreon.com slash Toolkit. Before we end the show, I want to remind you that you can support me on patreon.com slash for as little as a dollar. And support me at various other amounts for various other rewards. Um, you can also find me on Twitter, you can find me on YouTube, you can find me on SunClub, Twitch, and Apple Podcasts. Thank you guys so much for listening to podcast number 34, and I'll see you guys next week. Thank you.